podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Crowd cheers. Here's Siddle. He's got everyone and welcome to another episode of Two Slips in a Gully. It's a duet tonight. It's myself and Glenn. The mate. originals. We're back. We're back. We're back. I'm back. It's It's been yeah. a while since it's just been the two of us. I know, I know. It's, uh, you know, we just got to get that, uh, that sort of not that I'm complaining. Audio grab happening. Not that I'm complaining about the presence of uh, of Aaron and Craig, who's been jumping on the podcast over the last uh, few weeks. But it's you know, it's, it's been a while since I heard someone call him Craig. It's uh, kicking it old school, <laughs> yeah. Townie, as he's known around here. Um, so obviously, we've got uh, one we thing. Call, on... We used to call him Wally in school. I can't remember why. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we've got one thing on our minds at the moment, and that is, of course, the retention of the ashes. Uh, yeah. It was um, it was by the skin of our teeth. It was a lucky affair. We managed to get through Manchester when we were looking down and out, thanks to a healthy serving of help from Mother Nature. But that's it. We've retained them. We can't uh, can't lose the ashes now with one test to play. The best mm-hmm. England can hope for is a drawn series. So we're going to. Yeah unpack that test match and uh, the reactions to what's happened and everything around that and then have a look forward into uh, what's going to go on for the test at the Oval. It'll be the second time Australia's played at the Oval this summer or this mm-hmm. winter if you're an Australian. So uh, uh, what to expect and uh, you know who's going to come out? Is Australia going to manage to uh, you know, get the win or is England going to come back and draw the series and keep us waiting even longer for that elusive series win in England? Yeah. Australia returned to Old Trafford, a place they haven't lost at since 1981. And uh, well, we, we got close. The form, the form stayed true. We managed to uh, come away with it all again. Yeah. It'll be, and I, they're not going to Old Trafford next Ashes tour, so oh, really? it could be the 2030s by the next time England has a chance to to take that off Australia. Um, mm. Uh, you'd have to say, though, all things being uh, equal, this is a game that this is the first game so far of the Ashes that a, a single side has bossed it because this was England's game from the outset. Yeah, uh, Australia went in, everyone of note getting a start. You know, Warner thirty-two, except for Kawada, he got three, but Warner thirty-two, Lavishane fifty, uh, fifty-one, Steve Smith forty-one, Travis Head forty-eight, Mitch Marsh fifty-one. Green sixteen, Carey twenty, Mitchell Stark uh, thirty six to help give a bit, give us a bit of respectability at the end, mm. uh, as we sort of limped our way to just over three hundred. And what you'd have to say is we're, we're pretty friendly batting conditions. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, after that first day, I suppose you could still say uh, runs on the board, but uh, the fact that we what we were eight down, that's uh, that's just too many. I mean, you could have maybe dealt with six, and hopefully your your tail adds a hundred for you, or you know, a good seventy. Um, I think a, a really telling moment was on that second day, Pat Cummins walking out and just yeah, first slap, first ball slapping that one straight to cover. I mean, there's been there's positive intent. I can see what he's trying to do there, but uh, you just gave Jimmy Anderson a wicket um, and. 
Yeah, and just threw your wicket away first ball. That was his only wicket of the test. Yeah, and I don't think he took one in the last test he played. Maybe one. Uh, so and England came out and uh, Baz Ball finally worked. You'd have to say yeah. that it's had mixed mixed success over the course of this series, and sometimes it's actually downright been their their downfall. The the commitment to Baz Ball, but in this particular game, it worked. It worked a treat. Uh, Zach Crawley came out from the get go and went nuts. Uh, fantastic innings from him. Yeah, well, um, I mean, it was filled I... with. Filled with half chances, but yeah. you're going to get that when you're going at better than a runner ball for 189 runs. Mm. Um, yeah, a lot of inside edges, but... We allowed him to play like that. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Um, and every so often, you're going to get luck, at, luck as a batsman, and you've just got to uh, make the most of it, and he certainly did. Um, but I, I don't know that he was playing that much baseball tactics. I didn't see any elaborate ramps from him or, you know... Um, you know, I, I think he just played good cricket shots um, a lot of the time from what I saw. Admittedly, I, I didn't... Uh... Oh, there was quite a bit of, you know, playing risky drives on the up and things like that. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but they're good cricket shots. I, you know, you wouldn't not play them in, uh, you know, you wouldn't... You know, it's not, it doesn't look like 2020 cricket. I don't know. They're not really great cricket shots when you hit them to wide fly slip half the time as well. Mm, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I must have missed was, that, that section. There because... was quite a lot of plays and misses from Stark. Stark sort of back of a length, sort of just outside like a fifth stump line that he just sort of locked in and went, I'm driving that and would play and miss. And like Stark quite could have possibly got a fifer on his own on on near misses with Zach Crawley. Like it was, it was no way a polished innings, but it was exactly what England needed. He rode yeah. his luck and it paid off. Um, I thought there was... Some... He made 100, 180 from as many balls. It was uh, it was an innings where he dictated terms to Australia instead of the other way around. We played catch up. Cummins played yeah. catch up cricket with Zach Crawley. He'd hit it there, or he'd miss hit it there. We'd put a fielder there. He'd miss hit it somewhere else. We'd put a fielder there, and then he'd yeah. a genuine miss hit. Like there was a, there was a, a phase of the game where after he miss hit three or four to fly slip, he finally puts a fly slip in, and then he yeah. hits it two balls later, wider fly slip. So he puts a second fly slip in but takes it out of regulation gully yeah, yeah. And, then I mean, hit, and then hits one to regulation gully. It's what, it's what um, you know, Michael Clark termed uh, reactive captaincy, I think, yeah. rather than proactive captaincy. And it's, and it's largely been that for most of the series. But this, yeah, I suppose on that with Pat Cummins, I think this is comfortably, I don't know if you disagree, but this was comfortably Pat Cummins' worst three days as an Australian cricketer. Yeah, I mean... Before you could kind of forgive, uh, I think, you know, some of the tactical, um, <laughs> well, the, the tactical differences that you see from him because he was bowling well and he, you know, added with the bat important runs um, in that first test, obviously. Really won us the first test. You know, you can't fault him there. Uh, you can't fault him in the second test. I can't remember how he went, but I know he went well in the third test, which we went down at. Um, yeah. Oh, his captaincy was pretty. Six, but... His captaincy was pretty ordinary in the second test, but um, yeah. So yeah, individually as a player, yeah, for oh, most of the series, he's honestly, been... I think his captaincy has been bad all series. And in fact, the the first two tests that they won, they they didn't win because of the tactics. They won in in spite of. Um, yeah. 
Um, well, that, that's my take on it. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to add a caveat here because, like, as I said, it's we all love Pat, but this was this was a bad game. This is comfortably his worst game. But the media's been quick to jump on Pat Cummins' poor captaincy, and this is the same media that not too long ago was, was criticising Pat Cummins for um, sharing the workload with Steve Smith. So for all of the, the people out there going, you've got to drop Cummins, he can't be captain anymore, give it back to Smith. Smith's on the field. You know, McDonald's yeah. there coaching as well. The, you know, it's, it's easy enough to go, oh, Cummins isn't built for captaincy. This, was, you know, this has been a really telling series for him. But we've known from day dot that this is going to be a group effort. Like it's a group project with Pat yeah. Cummins' face on it. And you can't sort of sit there now and go, right, well, Cummins has got it wrong, so we need to give it to the deputy. Like what's the deputy been doing this whole time? Like what has yeah. Smith... Well, I mean, I think it's pretty well agreed that um, while Pat Cummins is bowling, Smith is is basically captain. So I think before we go too like obviously flat out, the captaincy was not good enough. Like this was it yeah. was a poor overall like, success has masked a lot of the, the 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 issues that we've had with the captaincy. But this particular game is yeah. we we got nothing right mm. in the field as a captain. Like yeah, but it, I mean, it hasn't come from nothing. You could yeah. see the seeds of this in the, the previous games. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but before we go and say it's all Cummins' fault, well, it's not really. This is this is a an attitude. This is a plan, an attitude thing that's come from the top down, heading into this series because this is how they've played it. So it's it's not just a simple case of give the captaincy back to Smith. It, mm. you know, this is seemingly this is what Smith and Cummins and McDonald and all of the coaching staff getting prepared for this series have said. Yeah. This is how we're going to combat what I mean, happens yeah. and. Yeah, and those plans have just not worked. Like, uh, what plans? I mean, uh, it seems like, yeah, I mean, we've all seen the test. We see how many meetings that they have. We see all the discussions that they have. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, they must have sat down before, um, you know, the test series. I'm pretty sure this, this hasn't happened, but it seems to the untrained observer that they've sat down in a, in a room for uh, a couple of hours and... They've gone, okay, so how are we going to combat Basball? Uh, all right, uh, put everyone on the boundary and bowl short. Okay, good. All right, guys, you want to go to the pub? <laughs> like, <laughs> they've, they've had one plan to counter Basball. Yeah, gone, and that's yeah. it. We're, we're, and to be honest, I don't think that would have been a plan coming into the series. I think that was yeah. predicated by the fact that they got there and saw how flat the wickets are. Yeah. And they've just gone, oh, well, we, just, we just need to bang it in. There's nothing doing with the wickets. So this is yeah. a plan that they've come up with. During the first test, mm-hmm. so what was like what they what has been the game plan for containing yeah. like the, so far all we can see the game plan has been is set a regulation field with a deep backward square and a deep point and that's the start of and then we'll just wing it from there like yeah and, and just yeah it's just it's been it's been poor all yeah. series and it's finally yeah. come to a point I, when I, England have got it England have got it right with the bat and I, I think I, I think yeah the reason that we won the first two series is we're a much better cricket side. Than, than England on paper. Like, you know, you, we've got one of the best batsmen since Bradman. I mean, he's, he's not having we, a great We series. walked into this series with the number one, number two, number three ranked test batsmen. Yeah. And you'd have to say, individually speaking, Cummins, Stark, Hazelwood are a better bowling unit than Broad, Anderson, Wokes, Robinson. Like, mm. individual as individuals, they'd be all comfortably up there. Yeah. The, the the rankings there. And I mean, all credit to, to England. Woods playing out of his skin. Oh, Woods um, been phenomenal. Woke's yeah. coming back in the side has been phenomenal. But on, like, you're right. On paper, we're a, we're a much, much better side. side. Yeah, and, 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 and it's, that's why I think we're we're winning in spite of the tactics, not because of. 
Do you agree? I, I do. I, I wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly agree. I think the tactics yeah, yeah. have been have been poor. I mean, been, yeah. They've been borderline un-Australian. Like, yeah. we wouldn't cop this. I mean, that, that, that's an overused term, but, yeah, uh, it absolutely uh, applies here. The, yeah. like, but that's just not the attitude. Like, if Australia, yeah. if someone came down, if, you know, if someone boasting about how great they were going to be, uh, we're going to take the Aussies on, they wouldn't be mm. sitting there going, these guys are coming to, like, Ponting and Taylor and War, and these guys wouldn't be going... Man, these guys are coming over, or we're going over there, and they say that they're going to just go after us. Well, mm-hmm. they wouldn't walk out and go, Well, in case they go after us, we better make sure we put a deep backwards square and a deep point to start because you never know. Like, they might actually yeah. go, yeah. Like, They'd be like, I mean, Well, can, they'd be like, Get a load of this. You want to go after us? And they'd come in and yeah. open up with Brett Lee bowling Thunderbolts yeah. or McGrath going as if they're going to, like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just a. If you want to go after us, go a, after A swagger us. and an attitude is like, well, yeah. well, we'll wait till we see it. But it's just been, they've been like, They've just prepared for the onslaught and just accepted it as a matter of fact that it's coming. And I think in, in that way, that that kind of was what Brendan McCullum was was getting at after the first test when he said, I, "It feels like we've won," because he's you've gotten inside their head already, you know, from the first. But like this was ball. everyone was like everyone used to say. I've, I've heard Steve Smith say it. I've heard Pat Cummins say, "Okay, the fastballs worked really well. They've played well. They've played great against cricket. Let's see them do it against our bowling attack." Mm. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, but well, what's the plan been for, yeah. for this? The plan just seems to be, "Oh, we're just going to bang it in, and we'll have people on the fence." Like a, a bowlers are better than that. Just, <laughs> like I could pick players out of my team to go and do that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's happened to the idea of you know the the the, the, the Gabba dry line. Yeah, you know, that that would have been a counter to aggressive cricket. All right, well, and I did mention this before the series, like the uh, you know you bowl out sixth and seventh stump line short of a length, make them drive on the up, uh, and then if you really want to, you put a, a third man, um, and if it's a flat pitch, yeah, I'll allow a deep cover once they're in, but not. Not until yeah, make in. them earn the right to just be able to bunt yeah. it to fielders on the boundary. The whole thing is just... Well, they haven't tried that at all. I've, I've not seen them go, okay, we're going to bowl wide and see if they'll reach for it. Because you're not going to get called for a wide bowling seventh stump. Yeah, the only ten. time that we've bowled wide has been to keep the like the <laughs> batsman on strike so we can yeah. have a crack at the tail ender for the following over. It's mm. been the only, and that's only been like a one or two off. It hasn't been this strategy of like you want to go hard. Well, we're going to hide the ball from you. Yeah, it's just been line and length, line. And, oh wow, they're hitting us to the boundary or banging in short. Yeah, and it's and it's been like predictable short as well. Like all of them have been short. Um, you haven't just set like a, a straight field. Look, this is another way you can attack that middle and leg. It keeps the uh, the LBW in. I mean, these are not new tactics. I'm not making this up. Mm. Like, you know, we've used them. The, you know, Andrew McDonald would have used them in his career heaps, the way he bowled, you know, sort of military medium, just niggling it around, bowling stump to stump, you know. Um, and then you just set your field for that. Uh, but, like, <laughs> one of the things that was staggering, because I, I, I admit I didn't... I do have to get up early uh, for some of these things, so I did not uh, stay up and watch. Um, but, of course, I tried to sleep and then I couldn't, so I got up and watched a couple of hours, like, without context. And what I saw was, uh, I think Crawley was in, I think maybe Root was in at the same time, maybe not. I know that Crawley was in, and what I saw was um, 
Mitchell Stark bowling with third man, deep backward point, deep backward square, deep uh, fine, oh, fine leg. So those th- four guys on the boundary, they had mid on and mid off wide, and they had a couple other guys in the covers, maybe one slip, and he was bowling full and straight to that field. And then, you know, sort of doing yeah. the... the, doing this, the this, doing, this was the moment that I was like, talking about. Like so, doing the Pikachu face when he just dongs them down the ground for four. Like, so this is the, what uh, you saw was the precursor to the, the fly slips moment. So he was bowling that sort of that, that drivable straight length and right. Crawley had mishit a few of them over gully and over the slips down to a fly slip. So yeah. they then set it up bowling that line to yeah. see if they could get him to okay, hit it to so, fly. So yeah, so, so let's forget plan- about all other modes of dismissal. And Their plan was let's bowl a line that will get him out at fly slip. And so they're bowling for a miss hit. They just allowed him to bunt the ball down the ground for four, though. Yeah. That, yeah, and that's, that is why people say that they, that he lost the plot. He absolutely did. Yeah, it was. Um, but oh, and, yeah. but my my... And he did, absolutely did, one of the worst the, tests the I've seen from a captain. The leadership group. But we can't just ball. pretend after we've, yeah. we've criticised him before for leaning too much on Smith and, and you know, McDonald being involved as well. Like, we all know it's a collaborative effort. We can't sit there and crucify just Cummins. Like, yeah. Cummins is the captain at all. The buck stops with him, so he needs to cop it because yeah, this is honestly struggling to think of a, a worse test for an Australian captain in recent yeah. history. Yeah. Um, so he needs to cop it, and that's the part of the gig for me and the captain. But we also can't just be – it can't just be Pat because Steve and Andrew have yeah. unashamedly had their hands in the cookie jar the whole time. Like there's yeah. – so it's not just a simple case of, well, Steve Smith no, wouldn't have happened under Steve Smith. Well, he did. sold Cameron Green down the, down the uh, garden path there, didn't he? Like he's just been – right. he's a right-arm bouncer bowler right now. Yep. That's all he does. Bat at seven, bowl bounces. Yep. Every every third grade player's dream. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I I know I've played with a few people where they, that would that would just be paradise for them. Yeah, you're just gonna bowl eight to ten overs of bounces over the, the course of a day. Bat at seven and retreat outside leg stump before the ball's bowled and throw the bat at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. I'd be remiss with that before we move on to the rest of it without giving Marnus a bit of a shout out. He had a phenomenal hundred to make sure that uh, he secured the game yeah. for the Aussies. I, I saw mean, this innings; it was it was really good, really good. Uh, obviously, um, you know, Rain was the big the big winner for the Aussies. They were the, the big contributor there. But um, yeah, we were at the end of day three. We were we were wobbly. Mm. Uh, it was him and him and Marsh. On for the start of day four. Yeah, England actually got more of a crack on day four than they thought they would have, and quite easily could have folded like a house of cards if Marnus and, and Mitch Marsh. Mitch Marsh was fantastic as well. I'm almost as impressed with that um, innings from Marsh as I was as the hundred. Well, no, it's it's quite a significant, but I'm very impressed. Thirty one off hundred and seven from Mitch Marsh when he needed a bat to save the game. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Different style he's from, from what he played. Um, I, I've got no issues at all with Mitch Marsh. Taking on the primary all rounder spot for Australia. Well, yeah, I mean, I, sh- I want to throw this out there before we go too far. So we've talked about, you know, Warner again. He's yeah. probably going to play the next, the ne- the rest of this series and the home summer, despite yeah. the fact that we're now thought, oh, he got a good twenty eight and a thirty odd. Mm-hmm. If you read Warner, you go back and read Warner's last twenty tests. His record is worse than Zach Crawley's in the last twenty tests, right. and people were ridiculing England. 
for persisting with Zach Crawley. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. I'm like, how do you keep picking this bloke? He's rubbish. You know, it, this is, you know, Basball's got it wrong here. It's like you've got to, you know, you've got to yeah. hold guys accountable sort of thing. But here we are just sticking around with David Warner, and he has an objectively worse record. He's got less hundreds and less fifties. Yeah, so the stats are and, just and a yeah. And yeah. a lower average than Zach Crawley. Yeah. But we keep sticking with him. I would be thinking maybe for this last test, if you were sure that you wanted to keep Green on to give you that all-rounder option as he bowls more bounces than what Mitch Marsh will, why don't we just do what we did in India? For the last game, the oval is usually, you know, flat and quick. Yeah. And why don't you just bat Travis Head at the top of the order? So you've still got your aggressive go-getting left-hander. Move Mitch... Marsh to five and keep Cam Green at six and then you can bring Murphy in. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know about that. I I mean, I want to get rid of, uh, I want to get rid of Warner. I just think, well. The obvious thing uh, is Marsh or Green have to make way. That's the easy one. But if you yeah. were hell-bent on playing both of them. Yeah. You, you, you did this in India. I, Just I, move Travis Head to the Travis Head's I, batted really not, well I, under trying conditions. I, I, I hate to say it, but I think uh, Mitch Marsh looks like a different player. Like I, we've we've slagged him off, and his record, you know, his overall record. If you look at it, he doesn't deserve to be there. Um, but if you look just, if you just go purely by what you see with your eyes in the last two tests. Oh, well, you know, since he Cameron, got, Cameron Green's got to earn his place back. Since he got dropped and then came back into the side as a top-order white ball player, yeah. Marsh has been fantastic, and he's yeah. just used that confidence. And I thought it might have been too premature to bring him back into the side yeah. um, without more first-class cricket because he is such a white ball dominant player. But he is yeah. he's absolutely matured. He's grown. He seems well, uh, yeah, to just yeah. have this era of confidence. And I thought that after himself. that, you know, that run of all 100 that he, played, that he scored in the third test... Um, I thought, okay, well, you know, is that just him bringing his one-day ways? But, you know, that that innings in that test gone, just gone where he was batting to save the game. He showed real patience, real maturity. He wasn't... He had one hack to mid-wicket, but that was it. Yeah. Um, and, he's, and he smashed it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he smashed it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I would think moving forward that... Yeah, you, you can't play if you if you have to play them both, then you need to put a but top order player. You just tell the young man he, he's got to earn it back, yeah. and that'll make him more hungry. I, I think, like that's what we used to do when we were the dominant side. Like, all right, mate, I know you've been killing it at Shield and batting at three. You can bat at six for us and prove yourself. Ricky Ponting had to do it. Langer had to do it. Yeah, Langer had to do it. All, all sorts of guys. You know, Martin Love had to do it for the two tests that he uh, got to play. Border would have done it as well, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I, I, he was a natural middle-order player. I, I don't think he batted much higher than five throughout his career. I could be wrong. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I think as well, like, the, the sensible thing here, well, I, the sensible thing for me would be to drop Warner and pick a specialist opener yeah. for this last game, but that won't happen. Um, but... Uh, you can't pick both Green and Marsh. Mm. If, you, if you're not going to, if you're not going to put someone else at the top of the order for Warner that's already in the lineup, yeah, you have to drop one of them. And it, it is it's Marsh. Marsh has Marsh has done what you wanted. We wanted to. He's come in. He's bowled well. He's batted amazingly. Yeah. He's earned to. He's he's earned the right to lose the spot. And 
yeah. greens on the outside looking in. So well done to yeah. Marsh. I just I just think you've got to go with with your specialist opener and blood them. And and I I wouldn't go Marcus Harris. I'd go straight to Matt Renshaw. Well, um, Warner actually came out today and said he, that he thinks Renshaw is ready to, for the next like to be the the next guy in sort of thing. So yeah, uh, I mean, no one was was worried about. Renshaw's defence, the first time he, he went through, he was 20 years old. He had the defence to play most places in the world. Yeah, like you know? he's been there and done it before. Like the, the thing that he was missing was the ability to um, rotate the strike and, uh, you know, uh, score runs when the bowling was good. Um, I think he, he sort of lacked that and he was, he was not quite severe enough on the, the bad ball. But I think he's, you know, I think he's turned the corner there. I think he's got more shots down. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. I think that Marcus Harris will probably get the first crack because he's got the Cricket Australia contract. But I think we've all said it a number of times that it should be Renshaw as the next guy yeah. to, to get a go. We'll see We'll see how that goes. But, look, I think David Warner is playing a bit of chicken with the selectors. He's told them, I want a home, I want a home retirement. My plan yeah. is to retire from Test Cricket at Sydney. In six months' time, well, and, and, feel, and he's just like, like he's got him over a barrel, though, doesn't yeah, it? And like, it's just like that's what I'm going to do. Mm. I am going to retire at Sydney, yeah, 2000, beginning of 2024. Yeah, if you want to make changes at the top of the order, you're ending my career early because there's no point dropping me and then bringing me back for yeah. the home summer. If you're going to drop me, you might as well drop well, me. It's so, almost the, uh, so if the, you, the Aaron French magical yeah. mystery tour all so over again. So if you want to make that call, you've got to make that call knowing that you're ending my career. Yeah. And I, I you know what? And Cricket Australia has, like he's brought it on himself, but Cricket Australia did hang him out to dry quite a lot. So it's a, it was a misery of his own making, but... Yeah. We, Cricket Australia was very happy to escape, like to make David Warner out to be the villain. But, so I mean, you're you're allowed to drop him overseas and bring him back because his overseas record is very. Well, why would why would you why bad. would you if you're going to bring a new opener out for him? Why would you bother dropping that opener then for the home side? Like this guy's retiring in five tests time. Like if he's yeah. not good enough. You're dropping him on form. Why would yeah. you bother? Bring, like, you know, it's just if he goes, well, that's it. Warner goes, and he knows that. Well, they've just got to not so, up and do it. Uh, so know? I think Warner is going, I don't owe you guys anything. You guys have spent the last three years making me out to be this horrible bad guy, which, mind yeah. you, he kind of was. Yeah. But he's like, I've got, you know, you've banned me from being the captain. You won't budge at all on that. You know, when I've tried to have a review, you've threatened to have an open inquiry, which means you bring my flight. Like, they've just gone out of their way to alienate him. And I think he's just gone, you know what? I probably deserve to be dropped, but I'm telling you right now, my plan is to retire from Test cricket at my home ground, in front of my friends and family, on uh, you know the 9th of January 2024. Yeah. If well, you want to make a you want to make a call, you're ending my career before I can do that. So we'll do balls it. in your court, and, and the think. selectors don't have the guts to do it. Yeah, they, I say do it. You know, no one is promised. I wouldn't have taken him to. I wouldn't have yeah. taken him to India. I would have retired him at the end of the last home summer. Yeah. But they went yeah. with him. The, the the Australian cricket team shouldn't be something that's promised to you. It's got to be something that you earn. And otherwise, we, you know, if we 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 hold on to people like this, we we threaten the very culture of our side. You know. We, we're accepting mediocrity, which we haven't really ever done 
actually, that's not true, is it? <laughs> we we do have a weakness, I think, when it, when it comes to uh, uh, putting guys who are past it um, out to pasture, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I, I've, I've got no doubt in my mind that after some of the, the messages he brings out and the timing of the messages that he's it's it's six months ago I would have thought no he's just he's trying to do it for the team but I think the timing of some of the announcements of his plans for the rest of his career it, they've got to be deliberate I think he's deliberately going he's reminding the selectors that this is my plan yeah and I know as well as you guys know that if you're going to drop me now. There's no point bringing me back. Like, you're not going to drop yeah. me to bring me back to play for the home summer. If you're going to drop me, you're going to move on and give the next bloke yeah. a run at it. You're not going to give him one or two tests in England and then drop him again for Australia. It's just if I go yeah. at 35, already announcing my retirement for mm-hmm. Sydney, I'm gone. So if, well, you, if you're going to yeah. nut up and do it, do it. But if you do it, you're going to end my career. Well, they've hesitated too long, but I still say do it. Oh, so so what? fifth test, Matt Renshaw number one opens with Kawhi. They won't. They won't. Nah. They're gutless. I'll never do that. When they drop Murphy to play green because they were too yeah. gutless to drop green because he got injured. Yeah. They're just This was the thing that George Bailey was supposed to go in and stop this sort of nonsense. But that's mm. why that's why Murphy got dropped. Yeah, yeah. Well, Murphy got dropped in that not. test because they're like, oh, we can't drop green. He didn't do anything wrong. He just got injured. He's fit yeah. now. And it's like, yeah, but... And I've heard a lot of Australian cricket fans, you know, just the message boards, just the, the general sort of public opinion saying that, oh, I don't think that Todd Murphy would have made much of a difference. Um, we bowled 10 I'm overs at Travis Head for like 80 runs. Yeah, yeah. 10 overs of Travis Head for 80 runs. I've got to believe that your specialist spinner had a bit more than that. Um, and Todd Murphy's shown a lot of tenacity from what I've seen him. You know, like we had those, uh, we had that, Partnership in in the third test where, you know, he, he was getting a lot of tap from Ben Stokes, but so was Pat Cummins, so was uh, our He's whole all, attack. Yeah, so it was like they're all getting it. Like, and, and Murphy was just throwing the ball wide. You know, he had a plan that he was. You could see that he was working, yeah. and he was executing that plan yeah, quite well. You could see the plan early was I'm going to toss it up there and yeah. hope to that Stokes doesn't get to the pitch of the ball and yeah. we'll have players out in the boundary. Yeah. And when he got there, he hit it clean and hit it over the boundary. Yeah. So then he, you know, are you good enough to do it twice? And he was. And it was like, right, okay. It was now, a very shame-worn strategy. Now actually. I need to yeah. hide the ball. So then he, you know, darted in full and wide where he couldn't get to it, hitting to the long side of the boundary. Yeah. Because he was going all leg side. So like, right, I'm going to attack the offside, keep it away from you. Uh, it's going to be hard to get up and under to hit it over cover for six. So yeah. you, at best, you're going to hit it along the ground and you're not going to take the run. Or mm. So you know, there was plans there. I actually and thought he, he had him dropped really... as well. Like, yeah, had yeah. him dropped. I think a couple of times, or maybe I'm thinking... And, look, and let's it. remember, if the batsman did their job, put some, some bloody runs on the board, yeah. he may have got more of a crack in the second innings, but like, Cummins I mean, wasn't... They, they saw him get tapped. That's, that's spin bowling, man. That's <laughs> It takes guts. You know, you've got to you've got to be able to be to get come back from that. And the fact that Todd Murphy um, didn't, you know, his body language didn't drop. He wasn't like, oh no, he wasn't a deer in the headlights. He wasn't like, oh, I don't know what to do now. He had alternate plans. Plan B and Plan C and Plan D. It just happened just, that he hit Ben Stokes on an absolute red-hot tear. That's right. Who, yeah. And it, it says, it says like to me that... Ben that, Stokes was doing that to Nathan Lyon at Headingley. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> there's a lot more to Todd, Todd Murphy than what we're giving credit for. I think as a fan base, yeah. in and general, I've yeah. got no doubt that it was it was it, it was the gutlessness from our selectors that they couldn't bring themselves to drop Cam Green, yeah. because he got injured. Mm-hmm. And then you get a sameness about our attack. You got and, four, you got four right arm. You know, a hundred and thirty. Ish kilometres per hour. Yeah, maybe a bit more from Cummins and Hazelwood and a bit less from, from well, Marsh. was sitting there in 120s. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I, I've no doubt that that's, that's played into it a lot. They weren't. They didn't have the guts to tell Cam Green, you've lost your spot through injury yeah. and not form. So we'll give you – and now and now it looks like, from what we're hearing, that they're going to be bringing Murphy in for the Oval anyway, which means that Green will probably miss out. Yeah. And it's like – it's Yeah. It's it's professional sport. These guys get it. Like it's not a mates club. Mm, yeah, uh, and when you pick those two two all rounders, to me, you know, you got batting down to well, I mean, you got specialist batting down to Kerry at eight. eight. Um, feels like you've picked a team to draw the test. Yeah, and that's how we got in trouble. Yes, we did draw the test, but that was because we we didn't play two of the days. Um, when you start. Thinking in that mentality from the very start of the test, that's when you start to to get in trouble, I think. Pivoting now to have a chat about England. Um, yeah, England obviously very, very disappointed, and I can understand having the opportunity to because they're gonna be feeling they were yeah. fully feeling good about themselves. They they came away with a with a great win at Headingley. Yeah. Um, moved to Old Trafford and absolutely bossed the game. Yep. They're going to be thinking to themselves, all right, We've got the momentum. we're 2-1 now, we're yeah. going to be 2-all, going yeah. into the oval with all the momentum, no Nathan Lyon, no Aussies have made any runs worth a damn. And they've got that, that mental, uh, uh, you know, block as well. They've got that that uh, psychological advantage. Yeah, yeah. Basball has fought, we've ticked all the boxes this time. We haven't done anything yeah. dumb. We've turned into a giant scorer and bossed the game. Yep. And then they'd just be robbed of any opportunity of that because of rain. I get it. Yep. Absolutely get it. It would be <laughs> devastating, not yep. only as a player but as a fan. But, my God, has there been some absolute whinging from not only their fan base but from their players. And it's really disappointing from their players. Guys like Joe Root that have been around yep. for a long time going, why don't we have reserve days? Why can't we play until 10 o'clock at night and get the overs in? Yep. It's like, Joe, you have been on the beneficial end yeah. Of rain yeah. interrupting tests a lot in your career. Like, I mean, yeah, I Piers mean, Morgan. Piers sure, Morgan. sure. It's a reasonable, it's a reasonable idea. But let's let's talk about it after the series, you know, because that you know it the, just the smacks of sour grapes. Yeah, it does. It does when and, he, he comes out straight after that test. And I can understand Piers Morgan or those blokes having a yeah, just, having a crack at it. Yeah, there's, but, there's, but the players <laughs> coming out saying that it's like, come on. You know what the score is. You know how cricket works. You know how the ashes work. Yeah. Like, quit your engine. You, like, tw- and, and the internet paid back in kind going, really? Was it upsetting <laughs> that you couldn't play till 10 o'clock in 2013 when you won the ashes chasing 350 and you were down three for 37 you got washed out? Yeah. You all celebrated retaining the ashes in that game. Mm. So it, it, was, it was really disappointing to see... And see that, and I was really disappointed in some of Ben Stokes's commentary as well. I think that um, Basball as a as a plan isn't quite as fleshed out yeah. as they like to pretend it is. Like they've got that it's this 
you know, it's the veganism of cricket. Like it's this alternative lifestyle that's better for you and all this sort of stuff and it's got this yeah. cult following. But really, I think on, a, on, on the face of it, it's just a mask for the fact is we can't produce players that can play with a test technique. So we're just going to get them to slog yeah. and put on a big score because when you look at like there's no real change to his yeah. captaincy in the field or anything like that. It's just oh. we're just going to score really quickly because if he would, if baseball was about being hyper aggressive result like getting the the best way to get to a win yeah. like in the in the game, there's no way he would have batted long enough to let Bearstow nearly get a hundred. What he would have done is he would have won the toss, batted first, yeah. scored six hundred. In a day and a half, mm. and then try to bowl Australia out and make them follow on. You wouldn't let Australia if you needed to win the game with the yeah. way that England played. Yeah, and, and it was it was expected that there would be very little play over the weekend. Oh, they yeah, they'd known it for a week that it was yeah. like yeah, good luck on days four and five. So but, have a strategy to win in three. And the strategy, like, we, like, it's not the yeah. same. I know, but we play cricket captain. Yeah, and if I'm looking at <laughs> yeah, if I'm looking at that five day forecast and I'm seeing. <laughs> Days four and five with little rain icons. Yeah. I'm batting first. I'm batting long. I'm like I'm batting first. I'm batting aggressive, and then I'm hoping to make them follow on. Make them follow on. Yeah. Like, and obviously it's a computer game, and you're not dealing with real people and real injuries and yada yada. I get it. I don't know. I think but, the algorithm's pretty good. But um, it, it keeps me entertained. But sending <laughs> unless the plan like it was a a real green top of a wicket, sending him in wouldn't be the plan on a batting deck because you'd be worried about, it, especially with Australia picking eight specialist batsmen. Yeah. Australia just batting long mm. and just killing the game off. Like you yeah. want to, you want to take the initiative. But I think baseball well, is even, even at the very least, you know, like get a, a small lead on the second day and then declare and and, and, and throw them in late and um, get as many overs at them and then yeah, yeah, but, and then you can come out and chase a hundred, a hundred and fifty. But or, I think that's it. Fifteen ba- overs. Baseball essentially is. We're just gonna. We want to play last, so we know what we have to chase. That's the whole plan. Bat yeah. aggressive and aim to bat last. So we're well, not it's, chase, it, like the, it's it's that, and you know, we know that we've got a better one day side than we had a, a test side, and our our one day side was consistently winning, and our test side was a, a joke but, after those last ashes. But him in the field is nowhere near as you know, intuitive and as aggressive and as progressive as him with the bat. Like, yeah. plenty of times they had nine blokes out on the boundary just like we're criticising yeah. Cummins for, trying to get, like, with Travis Head in, at Headingley was having a his little tonk to try and get himself. Yeah. Like, he's, I think Basball is a good front runner. When he's got mm. all the momentum going his way, he captains well. But yeah. the when when the chips are down... I don't but, think it's, it's, it hasn't been his captaincy... That has got the the wickets. I think uh, you know Mark Wood playing out of his skin. Chris Wokes. I mean, we we know he's great in his own conditions. Uh, I mean, those two guys have really changed changed the way that the England bowling is is going. You yeah, one hundred percent. Mark I, Wood's upset our footwork with. I mean, with raw pace. Yeah, I mean it's it's good pace, pace and it's real pace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe you put some weight on like Rhino did that. Um, <laughs> but I think it's very one-dimensional from what we're from a, an implementation point of view as yeah. a captain. It's just we're going to go out and hit everything really hard for four. But yeah. in terms of how he attacks with the ball and his, his declarations, like trying to get Johnny Bairstow a hundred cost them. Yeah, you know what? Forty minutes. I, I, 
which oh, could have been huge. Well, I, don't, I don't think. If, if I was captaining, <laughs> it's easy to say, I suppose, but I don't think But Bairstow would have hardly got a bat. I, I would have declared late on that second day once they got, you know, 60 runs, 100 runs past. I was staggered they they didn't declare at lunch. They were about 180 in yeah, front at lunch. lunch the next day is the more sort of like measured, I suppose. Like they... They still got four of our five of our wickets, so you know you never know. In the next hour, they could have, um, you know, you never know with cricket. Like we only ended two up. for twenty to the score, and all of a sudden, you know, they could win by an innings there. You know, because we were we were four for one hundred and eight, so we were still eighty in the hole with six wickets to go, and yeah. that's after thirty six overs. So like, yeah, mm. it's just. I mean, I know it, it works. Both ways, though, because you have less runs on the board. So probably if you declare earlier, Australia have got parity by then. Or if you declare when I did, they're probably a little bit, you know. But you're giving yourself, like, you have to win the game and you know you're getting stuff all play yeah, on days exactly. four and five. Exactly. And they're coming they're, They've done the Pikachu face when it's rained for two days when they've been told for a week that it's going to happen. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of Pikachu face happening. That's that's just my brain right now. Yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> Yeah, and just the narrative coming out that, um, you know, Australia's only won because of the rain. It's like, no, we won because we were 2-0 up in the series. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't need to worry about the final two tests as much because we were up 2-0 in the series. That's right. Um, you know, like, that's that's an early advantage. Like, that's you've got to take that into account. Win the early tests. Not many teams come from 2-0 down, and this is why, because all of these things can get in the way. That hasn't happened in a Nashville series since Bradman was playing. Yeah. And he's had one of the biggest scoring Ashes series ever mm. to yeah. make that happen. So, yeah, it's not something that happens a lot to to be able to, to wrestle back the momentum, like especially in England when weather is such a massive factor that you're almost certainly going to get a draw just because you don't have enough time in the game. Yeah. Um, but no, it's just, yeah, it's absurd listening to some of just the the absolute tears coming out of some of the fans. Might, mind you, there are plenty of fans that understand we batted too long. Um, you know, we didn't play well enough in the first two tests to secure the win when, like, quite honestly, those games were on the line and Australia got the job done in the big moments more than England did, which is why they came away with the wins. Yeah. But, um, you know, we're, they're talking like, oh, they were robbed, but, like, you guys are still 2 1 down. Like we're still ahead of it. It's not the two-all draw. You can maybe yeah. have this narrative in a week's time if you guys win the Oval and it's two-all and you can go, all the rain stuffed us. But at the moment, you know, you guys are 2-1 in the hole still. You did, should have done your work at Edgbaston. should have done your work at Lords. Yeah. Then you wouldn't have to worry about the rain. Yeah. And that's what happens when you, A, win the last series mm. and, B, win the first two tests is you've got room for error. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, and it's worked for England's like the, the whole retention, oh, the yeah. way they're retained, and the like. It's worked for England before in the past, and and it'll work for England, but you know, in the future. Yeah, it might have been blown out of out of proportion a bit. You know, their <laughs> their media is is crazy over there. Like we think ours is a circus. Like that's you know, you know, their their media over there, their tabloids are. Oh, oh yeah, they, they just they just sensationalised. They everything. they were for yeah. the months leading into the Ashes. were talking yeah. about how baseball was the in thing and how it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. 
They yeah. lose at Edgebaston, and immediately we're talking about how this team that has only lost three of its last yeah. 17 games or whatever it was is yeah. a joke, and it's all just a gimmick, and they should play real cricket. It's like, oh, my God, you've lost in the dying moments of yeah. of day five when they're only you know, eight wickets down. Like, you nearly won that game, and you're just like, it's, oh, it's over. It's rubbish. Get rid of it. We don't want it. Well, yeah, I mean, like... As far as Basball being dead, I mean, a lot of a lot of Aussie cricket fans are saying, "Oh, we killed Basball." We didn't. No. They're going to keep doing it because their results, right? I think after the last Ashes was when they sat down and went, "Look, we've got to change something because our performances recently have just been subpar." And they, you know, they made the decision to make that change. And since then, they beat New Zealand in New Zealand. Or beat, was it beat New Zealand, New Zealand at home, New Zealand in New Zealand, and then Pakistan yeah. away, and then won, won a one-off test against India. India, yeah. And a series against South Africa. Yeah. I mean, like, that alone, that alone, even if they lose that Ashes, they've got to keep going down this path. Path, because, uh, you know, that's that's well above par for them. Yeah. Yeah, well above what they were doing. And to be honest, they only need to tweak it slightly, yeah. and and Basball's almost is is almost the perfect. Like there are times yeah. when they've been bossing the game. And you can't say it hasn't worked against us. At least you know, um, well, at one for at one for one hundred and eighty one at yeah. Lords, we are absolutely just sweating bullets. Yeah. And it was their own ineptitude that brought Australia back into the game. And if once they polish that off. Especially yeah. that's why Joe Root's job and Harry Brooks' job, especially, mm. are, are really important. Is if you're going to have, um, you know, Duckett and and Crawley and Pope going hard at the ball for one, two, and three. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you need to be talking to to especially Joe Root. Or ben Stokes is probably the one at six to give How Brook a little bit of a license. But those guys need to be picking up, going, all right, I've lost a couple of wickets now. We're in a really key position. Like Root's mm. dismissal. In at at Lords was criminal when yeah. they set him up for it for ages, having Smith at that sort of short backwards square leg sort of yeah. position, and we just lose a wicket, and then Root goes and gets himself out straight away. Like if they get that out of their game when they realise that the moment's up for grabs, and they just take the foot off the accelerator a little bit, consolidate, and get through to the next phase where they can kick on again, yeah. England will be. England will make the World Test Championship final. If they can add that to yeah. their game for the next cycle, they'll make, well, they've got to get Baz, over eights up. But. Baz ball with a little asterisk, you know. When, you know, when thing when the game dictates, we're going to also grind. Yeah. But when we're when the game dictates, we're going to play the same free-flowing, you know, way. And we can learn from, well, you know, the Aussies can learn from it. You know, we used to just call it playing positive cricket. Yeah. We didn't give it a label. We just playing. Yeah. It wasn't even. It was just playing cricket. We and, just playing and, cricket. And our team has looked better when they've looked to play positive cricket. When you know, like they haven't been just sitting there watching those bounces go past. They're like, okay, maybe you'll get me out, but maybe I'll hit you into the stands. And you just got to back yourself. And yeah. that's that's what baseball really has done for England. They've just gone, okay, we're not we're not going to get down on you for backing yourself. And when our our batsmen look like they're backing themselves, you get Mitch Marsh. You get. I think it doesn't work every time. I think Basball may have taken it. A, a, you know, they're crossing the line a little bit because it's not so much backing yourself. Like I would be 
absolutely like furious in the, especially that headingly the not headingly the um the over, the, the lords game england threw that game away yeah through that that middle where they went from one for 181 to all out for 325 yeah threw it away and i would have been mm-hmm. furious as a coach of that yeah. going and and it, it, it wasn't that australia bowled particularly well they just they bowled bounces and england yeah. decided to get themselves out england can get that out of their game yeah. And I think they need to work out their what their plans are when they've got yeah. the ball in their hand. But um, and they're just going to accept that they do want to win. It's like this crap of just wanting to play. Oh, yeah. that, that apparently, was, they've become the Harlem Globetrotters of, of cricket. Yeah. So it, it turns out the generals really were due. Uh, like, <laughs> it's it's infuriating <laughs> the like, the um the messiah complex that. Baseball yeah, has given it them. It feels like a, a bit of a cult. It does. It has a, a because cult feel to we're it. not interested in result in in winning games. We're more interested in being a yeah. a, a likable product <laughs> that will get people watching. We want to be a legacy team and more people talking about this period of cricket. And like in forty years' time, when we're yeah. talking about this, no one's going to talk about. Do you remember that super exciting, like high uh, high paced, action packed? 2023 Ashes, like in 2023 England team that lost yeah. the Ashes 3-1 or 2-all. They're just going to remember, oh, England lost that series 2-all. Yeah. I remember Stoke, you know, Stokes, they'll look, oh, Stokes had a really cracking game there. Crawley had a big 100. Yeah. Um, but, like, no one will talk, no one talks about the play style of, oh, I remember when Len Hutton scored that 370 in a day or whatever, 364 yeah. in a day and, like, how, like, they just remember that. Yeah, it, England was dominant through that that sort that, of period. That period. Yeah, um, and that's the same thing. You want to be a legacy team, you need to win games, and you need to win the games yeah. that matter. No, no one cares if you go and blister the West Indies over in the West exactly. Indies. Yeah, or yeah. They want you to win Ashes series. And well, if I was people a, remember the nineteen seventies and nineteen eighties West Indies because they won. Yeah, they were unbeatable for a long time. And on the most part, yeah. Basball has given them success. But the yeah. attitude that we so. When they're succeeding, they talk baseball up going, well, winning games, how yeah. great is this? And then when they don't, they just go, well, winning doesn't really matter to us. We just want to be a positive product and get people interested in the game. Yeah, which, which, is like, you know, which takes that introspection out of, out of the, the method, you know. It's like, okay, we're not going to learn anything. Yeah, we're what not going to learn anything what it from is, this. We're not going to temper at all. What it is, but. it is a license to play accountability, consequence-free Cricket. Yeah. It is how do it's, it's just McCullum going. How do I cost my team a World Cup final and turning it into a lifestyle? Because mm. yeah. if McCullum had played with his head screwed on and got through Stark's first two overs, New Zealand could have gone a long way to winning that World Cup final in 2015. Yeah. But he faced three or two rockets and went, "I'm hitting this one for six and got clean bowled, and that was it. Australia knew they'd won the football. They got McCullum out without that big start. They were winning the World Cup final. Yeah. As soon as that, as soon as that third ball, you could turn it off. You were just watching the World Cup final after the, from the fourth ball onwards. You were watching yeah. it to find out how Australia won, not if yeah. Australia won. I just loved how fast people were with that meme. Though. Oh, <laughs> McCullum with the duck. Yeah, it just it happened, and then before the ball almost hit the stumps, someone had that meme ready to go and post. <laughs> But and that's what it, it's 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 breeding a culture and an environment of. Consequence-free, accountability-free. Like England yeah. should be really annoyed with themselves because their own misfortune, their own shortcomings, have cost them this series. Not Australia playing amazingly well, 
Mm. They've played themselves out of positions of dominance yeah. at times in this series. And yeah. if you're just going to sit there and when things don't go right and they're asking you the tough questions about what's cost you this game and you're like, well, we're not really about winning and all that. Winning is so bourgeoisie. We're more about, <laughs> um, you know, how it feels and yeah. uh, getting yeah. people yeah. watching and enjoying it. And then when you're winning, you go, well, clearly it's what we're doing is why we're winning. You, you, you can't yeah. play both sides of the fence. And I, and that, and the fact that Crawley had such a long run where it's just like doesn't matter if you get absolutely nothing for the better part of two years, it'll come off at some point that you'll score 189 in a you know in a cavalier yeah. blazing away the spaghetti innings, theory, <laughs> and it'll all be worth it. Yeah, and like when you're sitting there in county cricket, going, how the hell do I make this England side if Crawley can just be awful yeah. for 18 months? Exactly. Yeah, because they're just hoping it'll pan out like well, mm. how do I get into this team like I'm sitting here score a hundred after hundreds for county cricket yeah how do I get into this team if that's like if this guy's been terrible for so long I can't even like yeah it's just I feel like yeah a team is going to work it out eventually how to how to counter these tactics we haven't done it no we're not uh, one the of the way ones that, that we've countered these tactics is is be a very talented cricket side and uh you know we've been able to get our way out of it um just because, yeah, and and this side should really be looking to build, build towards being, I think, that of the same caliber as that late nineties, early two thousand side. We've got all the ingredients. We've got a number three. We've got a number four. We've got. I mean, our openers are probably going to retire soon. We've got we've got now t- two two test quality all rounders yeah. that we've got yeah. as well. Yeah, the only thing that we're missing is, of course, a Shane Warne. There'll never be another Shane Warne, but. We're pretty close to having all bases covered. You would say um, he is in the world right now. He's a top three. Nathan Lyon is a top three spinner. Yeah. Yeah. Ravi Ashwin, Ravi Dadeja. Yeah. Lyon is probably there next level when you're talking about any other spinners in the world right now. They're probably all, yeah. there might be a few that are on the same level, but no one but, that's clearly better. Yeah, yeah. But Shane Warren really didn't have any peers while he was playing. No. Yeah. Well, one would someone argue merely, but he was, you know. Yeah, I mean, he he it was Warren and Murley and then Daylight and then everyone else really. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So. The ingredients are there. We can be uh, that sort of team, but um, I think attitude wise, there's been a fundamental shift in the way that we play that we were used to. Like, I don't think that if Alan Border and Mark Taylor and Steve Wall would even recognise the way that. Yeah. The, the attitude of this team because it has been a, this this series has been hold tight England will stuff up has been the added like the attitude of this series just stick to the plan England yeah. will get it wrong as opposed to we're going to knock England knock England over we're going to knock them on their ass it's just been if we stay in the game long enough England will find a way to lose and that's not how we yeah. play cricket we don't play until the other team plays themselves out of it we go and beat the other team and I think yeah. that's going to have to be something that they're going <sighs> to yeah. I tell you what, there's, there's been some yelling at the television. <laughs> I've got a feeling that there's been some yelling at the television from Townie as well, I've, just by, judging by their general chat. I've, um, yeah, I've had... I, the, I've, I've lost it too, I think it was. Lords, I've tried really hard not to because of that time of the morning with the two-year-old. I definitely don't want to be yelling. Yeah. But 
that yeah. um that chase at Lords you, with you're just with, getting the paper bag and yelling into that. Oh, I flipped a table. I actually flipped you a table. Actually flipped a table. We've got like a little a little sort of round table for yeah, yeah, right. my son sits at and you know, which we then use as like a coffee table where we sit yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. It was empty at the time sitting in front of us. Yeah. And yeah, we um <laughs> It was another short ball that Stokes has dispatched in the yeah, 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 yeah. end of the stands, yeah. and I've just stood up and yeah, I think flipped I was, it up. Why I'm, are we yeah. short for? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have beeps ready to go, but imagine yeah, the yeah. beeps in the yeah, appropriate area. You're saving yourself in the editing there. My partner was really good because at that point she's gone, oh, let's go to bed, and picked up my two-year-old and went, we're going to go to bed. <laughs> she could just see the steam. She could see the steam rising out of my yeah. ears for about four or five overs yeah. and sort of just left it alone, and then she's just gone, yeah. Yeah. F- I understand. I'm just going to just get out of this situation. <laughs> the fun thing about my meltdowns is that the people in the general chat on our uh, two slips in a gully can, can see them. Like, that, that's how I vent. I just, yeah, I think at one point I was like, I don't care. I hope they lose now. I hope they lose. Was, was, I think that was during the yeah. second test. We don't deserve we to don't win. We don't deserve to win this. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we lose. Um, yeah. So uh, I, don't, I didn't mean that. Um, and, but yeah, if you if you want to uh, if you want to see that, get get onto the general chat. <laughs> Two slips and a cup. Moving forward, we'll wrap yeah. this one up because we're now just we're just rambling. So we've got one yeah. more to go. It's the oval. It starts tomorrow. Um, thoughts on on teams? Any changes for any changes for England if everyone's healthy? Well, you know the the other thing uh, we, we haven't talked about is is Jimmy Anderson, and uh, you know I did see one. English guy who was shocked when he looked into the stats and found that Anderson's Ashes record in England is worse than his record in, in Australia. I'm not. Um, He's at, like, no, everyone talks we, about Stuart yeah. Broad. I mean, so James Anderson being this Messiah. Stuart Broad is by far, by far the better Ashes bowler than yeah. James Anderson. Well, like, like I don't, I don't think you can keep him, but they probably will. That's that's their. This is pro- this is probably going to be his last test, and with the series yeah. essential, well, in so terms of retaining, so the we're end- being gentlemen here. We're picking Warner, and they're picking Jimmy Anderson. Yeah. They- <laughs> oh, look, right. you know, honestly, yeah. if unless yeah. Anderson yeah. is definitely going around again for one more summer, yeah, you'd have to pick him at the Oval, surely. I don't think he will. I think they. I wonder if questions are being asked about because you know, if the game was live. I don't know what you do, but with the fact that you can't win the Ashes back, yeah. I think maybe they talk, Jimmy. Honestly, yeah. mate, what's going on? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. And if he goes, I'm giving it away. You pick him. Yeah. Like, what does it matter if you draw the World Test Championship points? Yeah. You know, you know, for the sake of a few, like, if you think that Anders picking Anderson might cost you the game, for the sake of a few World Test Championship points, are you going to yeah. drop a guy? For what will be his final run around? Yeah, like if the series was two all, I think at that point you got to pick your best player and you That's just right. live, you just live with it because you got to try and win the Ashes. But you yeah. can't win the Ashes. Um, so Anderson plays then. So I yeah, I I feel bad for because uh, again the I same thing with Warner. If Warner was twenty eight, yeah, we would have dropped him. We would have dropped him. Yeah. It would have dropped him after. Well, probably we probably wouldn't have come on this tour to be honest. But yeah. they've just been too gutless. Go back to Shield and score some runs, yeah. young man. Yeah, yeah. too gutless to, to end yeah. his career. And I think the same thing with James Anderson after this. So how he'd gone so far in the series, probably yeah. after Lords when he got rested after Lords, they would have just said, "No, nah, 
we're, we're going a different direction with, you know, Mark Woods coming in, Chris Wokes has come in, doing a great job. He wouldn't have made his way back into the team. But they've gone to Old Trafford. That's James Anderson's home ground. Probably the last time that James Anderson will play in, and, in, in a test for it. And England. if it is his retirement, you'd, you'd hope that he's going to rip in and give it everything he's got. Because he's, what, got three wickets for the series, four wickets for the series? Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, but, I mean, the fact that he's still running in at the age of forty-one is uh, is um, a credit to him. Obviously, like that's that's an understatement. But yeah, I mean, games on the if the if the Ashes are on the line, they don't pick him. And I feel bad for that. Uh, is it Josh Tung? Yeah, he came he, in, had an absolutely awesome game. He looked great. Uh, I called that from that after that game. I said Tung won't play another game in this series. No mm. way. He. Took five. I don't care. He's he won't play another game in this series. He'll be the first one out, and he yeah, was. Imagine if you had a you know the with Chris Wokes in form, you got Mark Wood in great form, and you had Josh Tung as well. Who are you going to score runs off there? And then with well, Stuart Broad, who is really good at playing the Aussies, yeah, exactly. in England. So you know you're playing Wokes to me, that's sort of your seven. Four and, and and Ali's going to bat it at three now. So yeah, uh, I don't think they'll change it though. Go I think they'll run with the same, side, the same side again. Side. Yeah. yeah. For Australia, uh, I think that I think that the change will be Green out, Murphy in, yeah. uh, and they'll run run it back like that. But I think we're both in the same boat that we would be finding some way to eject Warner, yeah. whether that being a way to keep Green inside or bringing in a new opener. Warner would be out for us, but that's, yeah. it's not going to happen. They're not going to call his bluff. They're going to let him play out. He'll probably score a bunch of huge runs against some rubbish teams mm. this summer and go out with a bang, but it's a bang that he most certainly hasn't earned. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that'll be the change that they make as well. That's probably not what they should do. I feel bad that Michael Nessa's not got uh, Nisa. Michael Nisa hasn't got a, a run, um, but they just don't like him. I don't know what it is. Does he smell bad? Does he, you know, hang his underpants in full view in the change room or have bad habits? Does he milk, does he drink milk from the carton? Like, yeah, it's it's absurd. You know, like, what especially he do? if you, you know, I brought this point up before when you go and dropping Nisa after a really good game at Adelaide, yeah, for Bolland, who's an MCG specialist. Yeah. So Bolland comes in, obviously does an amazing job and kills it. But why is the the same criteria not being held? Why is Nisa, who is obviously you know he's a a guy that gets he's a juke ball specialist, he's a juke ball specialist gets tight in the stumps, like he's built to play in England. Yeah. Why is this guy not then given the? Okay, Scotty, we get it. You're amazing. You did a great job over in Australia, but. Michael's been over here playing year in, year out, absolutely murdering people with a juke. He murders people in Australia with a juke. This is what he does. Yeah. Um, he's getting and he, he's a genuine swing bowler. You and Hazelwood and Cummins all like to bang it on a length and wobble it off the seam. This guy gives us something a bit different. And in swinging conditions, we've got to make the most of it. Yeah. Um, he's getting the nod. But we didn't do that. We were just like, oh, no. Now, now we're just going. Um, he, he urinates in the pot plants or something. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't know. He's, he's got some habit. <laughs> he'll definitely be. Uh, what habit is it? <laughs> he'll be definitely be a lock for the should have got more tests eleven when we eventually do that. Another one of those. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, 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 that's what I imagine the change will be. It'll be green out, Murphy in to give us that option, and, uh, yeah, Australia's yeah. got to... Got to play well. England are on top. England have have yeah. bossed game three and <laughs> bossed game four. Obviously, got the better of us in game three. I mean, we we, we, we need to win this so that uh, they don't have the the two the, days the, of rain. If, the what, what if? if. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, if it's three one, they can't really go with that. What if? Um, Does okay. It's obviously going to happen. But do you think this would be an opportunity to rest Cummins? Because I think he looks spent. Yeah, he's, he's played he's five tests tight. in six weeks. Yeah, all been really well, big that's, tests. That's the other thing that's been in in England's advantage. You know, we've played one more test than them in this series. Oh, they played um, a test against Ireland about um, the same time. So I'm just. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying well, it's with all respect it, to Ireland, it, yeah. it, 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 yeah. the test happened. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, okay. Um, but they've also had a plethora of people to pick from county cricket. Like, I don't think, yeah. like, Anderson didn't play against Ireland. You know, Wood, you know, they've, they've been able to rest wiggle players in and out and things like that. When Cummins has been, again, this is a disadvantage of having a, a fast bowler as a captain is the obligation is, and it, as yeah. it should be, your captain, if fit, plays every game. And I'm yeah. thinking that maybe, you know, have we, is Cummins well, nearing I mean, the end of his... I, I mean, his I, gas tank here. Ideally, you give him a rest and you bring Nesser in. It's 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 a pretty like for like swap in a way, um, and then Smith captains the side. Um, I can't see it happening. They but... won't do it. They won't do it. No. Um, but it's interesting. It's uh, you know that's the drawback of your uh, your fast bowling captain. He's got to play every test really. Like, yeah, if you're the captain, you play it. Cricket, yeah. cap, cricket captain's not a part-time job. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's the thing. Cummins probably could have used the rest. Probably Cummins probably should have got a rest at Old Trafford. Yeah. Uh, to have him fit and ready to go for the Oval, should we need it for him for a decider. But, obviously, the obligation is you need to play the captain. Um, yeah. And they said that before the like the test. I mean, he, he came out and said that he's hoping to play all five tests for sure, but they said that they'd be rotating, which they haven't done that much. Uh, well, Hazelwood's rotated in and out, and that's been it, Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, Stark didn't play the first test, didn't he? Yeah, so Stark came in, yeah. and then it's been Bolland and Hazelwood swapping and after that, but yeah, Cummins has played yeah, everything. So, mm. um, I feel like there's, there was I was expecting more rotation. Actually, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> well, there it is. It I starts, don't think they're going to. Yeah, anyway. starts tomorrow. It's it's going to come down to it. Australia have secured the Ashes. We're not going to lose them, but we want to win them. First time we're going to win an Ashes series in uh, 21, 20, 21 yeah. years. First time we win a, a win an Ashes series in England in twenty one years. Um, England want to save face and make it a draw, so then they'll they'll be able to hang their hats on the if it didn't rain, we would have won three two and been the first team to come back from I two 0 down. I think it's twenty two actually. Oh one. Oh one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yep. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's all to play for. It's you know the Aussies, while the pressure is off in a sense of the result of the series, the pressure will be on them. They they didn't play good cricket and they're going to want to win against England or at least draw. Yeah. To put it to bed, it doesn't matter what happened. The scoreline is this. We won the Ashes. 
Um, you can say whinge and moan, whatever you want about all the rain that in Manchester that saved us, and it did. It saved them, absolutely saved them. England were a far better team on that week. Yeah. But Australia's going to want to put that to bed and go, you know what, doesn't matter because we won at the Oval. And I do think uh, also this this group, you know, in uh, in 2019, they almost relaxed on that fifth test and it cost them. And they didn't win the series because they relaxed on that fifth test. Yeah, well, they bowled first, didn't they? Yeah. Um, yeah for whatever they, reason. And they messed with the side a bit, you know. They And it's like, well, you know. The dead rubber matters, and it wasn't even a dead rubber. No. You know, you haven't won the Ashes. Retaining the Ashes is great, great, but we want to win them. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm sure they want to win. <laughs> cool. Well, that'll do us for that. We'll review the fifth test of the Ashes in our next episode. Hope you're all looking forward to that. And uh, we're going to get back and do one of our all-time ODI 11s. Because um, we haven't done one of those in a while. The Ashes. Who's up next? We're going to do Ireland. Ireland, right? After I just paid them out. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll be a good side. It will yeah. be, and it's a, it's a. You know, we didn't do Ireland as the test one because they haven't been test status for too long. But they've made quite a number of World Cups, and uh, they've yeah. they've got a few scalps to their name. They've knocked out a few big teams and played well. So I think I there's like going to be watching the Irish play. I've got to say, um, just so back, back it was paddling. A way them. of. Uh, yeah, paying them back for what's been uh, some exciting cricket the uh, the Irish have had over the years. So we're going to do the yeah. Irish eleven um, before moving on with the the rest of them getting ready for the World Cup. But uh, go to the Aussies. You just need five more days of good cricket. Let's get the win. Let's get the monkey off the back, and uh, we'll fly yeah. home happy with an Ashes win and knowing that we've now we've now owned them since 2017. With the distant sound of whinging pods in our back. <laughs> Piers Morgan crying. Just... <laughs> all right, guys, thanks very much. Uh, we'll see you all, or we'll, you'll hear us all next week. Until then, bye for now. Thanks, guys. Over. Sports Social Podcast Network.